0: Mother! You <laughs> silly kid! What the f**k have you done?! enough! <laughs> no, no, no. You are f**king Never f-ing again! What well, are you coming out on a f**king job with me?! That is it! Honestly mother, that is the day's your last f**k stand that is! You're done!
1: So welcome ladies and gentlemen to another DNA podcast, brought to you from the banks of this blimmin place that's doing my nothing. Oh man. So I got here yesterday and I'm back on the big pit again. And oh man, I uh, got here with an open mind as I always do sort of thing. Although I'd obviously cut that swim last week and and yeah unfortunately that one that uh or that bite that i had last week you know availed to nothing i went back into that snag checked it as soon as i got here and there was nothing in there at all and to be honest there looked like there was hardly anything in that section of the lake whatsoever so yeah, I ended up coming in the other half of the lake, the bigger side of the lake, should we say, and I managed to find a few straight away. I found five, in fact, underneath this tree. Again, snag fishing, you know, one of them. Went in, had a look, there was a big fish in there, which I only caught the back end of as it swam out of the bush. Big, broad-looking fish. So I sort of caught the sort of tail end halfway up the dorsal thing, sort of thing, and it looked quite a wide fish. And there was three other carp in there as well, which were stockies. And then there was an old one in there, real old, gnarly-looking thing, which was only about 20 sort of pound. But you know, a proper old one. I thought that'd do me. You know, this should be, you know, a cock on for a bite, basically. Cock on for a bite. You know, there, there's me spending too much time over the weekend with Bartlett. That's what that is. And uh, and yeah, so I ended up setting up in this swim. <clears throat> I didn't want to ruin it with a boat. I was really, really cautious when I went over to the snag. It's only about 40-50 yards from the bank, the snag is, and I drifted on the wind with the boat. Luckily for me, the wind was blowing in that direction. Didn't use the engine whatsoever. But I was a, I didn't really know where along the snag I wanted to put it. These snags or it's sort of like on a bit of a point these snags were and I would say they're about 30 yards wide so 30 yards of bushes that are in the water and I was a bit unsure whereabouts to put the rig exactly until two fish actually come out of the bush or out of a section of these bushes and They basically just come out to greet me, sort of thing. I thought, here we go, you know, I've ruined this. They're gonna see me, they're scared of the boats on here as it is. And they come out, one of them was chewing bait, and I thought, oh, you know, hopefully I can get away with this. And they just gingerly turned round and went back into the trees. So I thought, right, game on here, that's where I need to put the rig, put the rig down. I put 3 or 4 baits over the top, I didn't want to put a lot of baits over, I wanted to try and get myself a quick bite, to be honest, and that didn't happen, I woke up this morning absolutely dejected and could not believe that I hadn't had a bite. So I went over, I reeled in at about half nine, ten o'clock this morning, I got up at four o'clock this morning, scanned the water and I didn't see a thing, all I saw all morning were tench rolling about everywhere so i went over to the snag had a look in there there was no fish in there whatsoever they must have literally just disappeared the minute i put the rig in so i got my glass bucket out i had a look along the snags and there's old bait down there so whether that had you know deterred me from getting a bite or not there wasn't old bait where I was actually fishing but there was old bait to the left of it and there was old bait to the right of it as well so yeah that was a bit that was a bit unfortunate a little bit gutted by that so I ended up bringing the rods in at about half nine ten o'clock and went for a mooch around the pond and then I've come down one of these banks I've sort of come into a bay which this bay I would say is about 30 odd acres looking at it and you've got a long sort of um, uh, footpath, should we say, that, that protrudes right the way down one side of it. You've got an island in the centre of this bay and I was patrolling along this footpath bank and it's all littered with snags along there, loads of trees, loads of bushes in the margins and I stumbled across two fish that were sat real high up in the water. I sort of clicked the engine off, I only had it in one, Click that off And unfortunately, the big one, the the big mirror, there was a mirror and a common, the big mirror clocked me straight away, shit himself and swam off. But the common just sat there, did nothing. So I carried on drifting along that bait. I thought, right, I've seen two, I've earmarked that bush. As I drifted along the bait, I didn't see anything else. So I doubled back on myself. And as I was going back, there was five or six more fish basically sat underneath this snag. So I packed up and I've moved obviously here. The only unfortunate thing is, is the swim that's close to that snag, I would say is about, I reckon I'm a good 120 yards away. Now I say it's a snag, it's an overhanging bush and it's clear underneath. So it's, you know, it's it's comfortable to fish obviously at 120, 130, 40, 50, whatever it is. I'm not very good at sort of distances, but I'd say if I had to chuck it, I'd say it's about 150 yards. And uh, and yeah, I've got a single bait there this time. I just don't think they're eating bait. Uh, you know, one one of the other guys that's on the pond this morning, he chucked a single bait at a shower and he managed to catch one. So that is what I've gone with basically. I've only got two rods out. I've got one further down along that bank, which I would say is only about a hundred yards to my right and then I've got this other one that's probably about 150 yards out. Just put a single milky mould down there and I've put a single PB pop-up on the other rod as well. And I'm bloody hoping, that was about two or three hours ago, and I'm really hoping that I can finally break this duck that I'm having at the minute of not catching anything at the moment. It's, uh, yeah, We like I said in the last one, we all go through them I and you just got to, you know, just keep going. But unfortunately I think this is gonna probably be my last trip on here for at least the next sort of five or six weeks I've got rainbow coming up soon I've got a, week, a week's trip out there I'll speak to it about that in a minute um, I've got a surface fishing feature to do next week I've got another feature to do next week I've got rainbow the following week i believe after that i've got a load of tackle shop days to do and and yeah unfortunately i don't think i'm going to be able to get back down here for a little while which is going to work me especially if i either a catch one from here it's going to work me i can't get back down or b don't catch one from here it's going to work me that i still haven't bloody had one this year but you know it's one of them things i suppose yeah so coming up i've got a tackle shop day at total angling uh, that's in association with DNA and Fox. And Sentry's going to be there as well. Myself and Tong are going to be there. So I'm going to get Tong out from his slumbers. or they I say from his slumbers, at the minute he's just gone off to France. He's not fishing out there. He's gone out with a couple of his mates because we've had some good news that the chemo has stabilised Tong's cancer. For anyone that don't know, unfortunately, Tong was diagnosed with bowel cancer this year absolutely devastating but he's fought through the chemo and like I've said to many people before if anyone can fight you know can can beat this then Tom can definitely so he's in mega mega high spirits in the moment he's going to have surgery I think at the end of June, i believe it is and i'm hoping to get out on the bank with tong beforehand as well to hopefully do one of these podcasts for you all now we've got a great show coming up for you on this podcast and it is with jason trot from dna now the mystery man of dna jason is in my eyes and i think for a lot of other people that sort of don't know jace we basically speak all about his own angling, so an insight into what Jace gets up to. Along with that, it's all about the bait side of things. So we chewed the fat for a good two or three hours, I believe it was. So this is gonna be part one of the Jason Trot interview, and I hope you all enjoy this one. Right, so welcome to the podcast, Jason Trought. Uh, thank you for coming on this, dragging you away from your very busy schedule of obviously running DNA baits. So I think we're going to talk about your fishing first off. Yeah. Speak about you know all of uh, your antics over over the years of your angling, which I find you personally is the mystery man of <laughs> DNA. Uh, you're very sort of. Um, I don't want to use the word underground. Uh, you're more um, just in the middle. Reserved. Yeah, yeah. reserved. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. think's a good word for it. Yeah, to be honest. yeah.
0: These kind of things aren't really my kind of thing, anyway. No, and neither I sort just of social media thing. either. Really, not really. Is it? No, no. I've dabbled in the past, and uh, I just I don't like it. No, no, no. Not your thing. Not really. I, I like. I appreciate how effective it is, and. Obviously, you need it as a business, mm. but um, there's a lot of negativity that doesn't need to be there. No, and I'd prefer just to speak to people on the bank. Really yeah, well, you never find it tea. on the bank, do no, you? No, you don't. Ever, you yeah. know?
1: Never. Uh, funny enough, I had this conversation with uh, Perry the other day, doing yeah, the same yeah. podcast,
0: and he, you know, said the same, you never ever find that negativity yeah, on the yeah. bank, do you? No, you'll sometimes get people where they'll have an opinion of of you or dna on the bank Mm. and it soon and it soon changes but it just and then they think oh well i don't even know why i thought that anyway or i don't know why i believed that anyway but
1: yeah what what would you say hurts more someone
0: sort of dissing the company or you personally well part of the reason why i don't like social media and this is a bit of a thing Myself and Monkey, Paul Monkman, who does our Mm. social media, we've Mm. had a few discussions. And he thinks that I take every single thing personally. Right. Which, because it's grown, well, it doesn't seem like it's grown fast, but in the greater scheme of things, it's grown quite quickly. Yeah. So, to me, if someone says they don't like something about DNA, they don't like something about me. Right, so yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. And my missus will say that as well. She says, You can't take everything that someone says personally. Personally, no, but I do, so yeah.
1: Well, it's your baby at the end yeah, of the it day, is, it's yeah. your your passion, and yeah, yeah. and that comes across, even though I find you quite a reserved person anyway. Yeah, the, the passion is you, even you can have the quietest person mm. you know. But you can always tell the passion within that person,
0: whether they're angling a footballer, a golfer, or, yeah, or whatever, yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah, you've got to have passion, especially in this industry because it's so cutthroat and competitive. You know, there's other great bait companies out there. So you've always got to be looking ahead. Mm. You, know, you can't rest on your laurels, you just can't do no, that anymore. No, no, you've got definitely. To keep moving forward. Yeah, for sure. Which. It see in my
1: eyes, I find DNA has moved forward quite rapidly because, um, from where I've seen it, oh, I, oh, 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 that looks like that me is it on, on the end or not? <laughs> yeah, that is you, yeah. <laughs> oh. So whilst Jace has obviously gone out to see whether he's got a bite or not, we're currently uh, at Steve's house, one of Jace's his partners in DNA baits, and Steve is lucky enough to have a lake in his back garden. So we're currently fishing at the moment uh, in Steve's back garden, and uh, yeah, love a lovely place. I mean, uh, Steve's house here, and uh, we're sort of sat in a, a summer house, I suppose, I, I I think it's a summer house. I'm not too sure. Jace's has come back. It's there. A, Would just you call a liner. this? That oh, was just a liner, was it? No, it's the biggest it? summer house I've ever seen. Well, well, yeah, else, yeah. not too well. I, I could live in this place definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely but yeah, yeah. but you got the view of the lake here, and yeah, my rods are just out at the door here. Jace's rods are just to the right, and um, yeah, this is a, a dream home yeah. for any carp angler. Yeah, there. it's lovely. Yeah, yeah very nice. So, uh, I, I don't know where we were there, where, where, can you remember? Um, My memory's rubbish. Uh, oh, uh, talking about how fast I've oh seen right, DNA yes, Bates, yes, are yes. sort of great, yeah, like, today I, uh, first time I'd seen the factory, obviously we've got new premises now of yeah, DNA, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah wow, yeah. like, when I was walking, sort of, from one end of the factory to the other, yeah, just I had such a buzz about the place, seeing all the lads working and the machinery, and and to that, the the buzz for me was, I, mean, I, I can't imagine what it must be for, for you to see yeah. it, how it is sort of now. Yeah, I know was, that's always been there, and we've always been really, really yeah. busy, haven't we? Yeah, Even when we're, we're at the smaller factory. But it. but to see it now must, must be a real... I, well,
0: you must take a lot of pride in that and I privilege do, yeah. Yeah. in yeah. You sometimes have to step back and think of how far it's come. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Which we'll speak about a little bit later yeah. on about bait. I want to speak about your angling personally. Yeah. Sort okay. of thing. So, sort of where did you cut your teeth in carp angling? So, obviously, um, you're, 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 you are a northerner.
0: Been yeah. a northerner all your life? Um, I was actually born in Australia.
1: Oh, really? I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, wow. but we
0: moved back... Uh, my mum and dad uh, lived in Australia, had me and my brother, and then sort of moved back quite quickly. Right. But they're not Australian. Uh, my mum's from Yorkshire, and my dad's from Ireland. But, oh! Yeah, so. So, <laughs> so we moved back to Yorkshire right. um, for like family reasons, and then we just grew up in Yorkshire as Yorkshiremen. Right. But I have got a dual passport, so... Have you? Yeah, wouldn't have to blag anything to go live in Australia. I <laughs> could just go if wanted. <laughs> <I wish. laughs> but there's not many carp there, so I'm not bothered. At no, that. no. Uh, well, not not many you are allowed to put back. Well, that's it. Yeah, yeah unfortunately, they have to yeah. be killed, didn't they? As yeah, part they of the do, law yeah.
1: out there. Yeah, which is a real shame. There's quite a few pear
0: Lakes, I think, springing up.
1: Yes. It, yeah. It seems to be changing out there. I yeah. believe. Do you have you been back since or no? No, never no, been
0: back. No. Wow. No, just never. I will do at some point. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Yeah, very cool. Yeah. So come back to so uh, true Yorkshireman really then. Yeah, I like yeah,
0: I would have said I'm Yorkshire. Mm. Unless um England are playing Australian then I'm Australian <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: cricket. But, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah no just Yorkshire mate. So yeah, carping started um well I probably caught my first carp when I was about I'm not quite sure of the date, but about ten years old probably. So mm. I've, um, early '80s, just really fishing for any, any kind of fish. Yeah. And the, that, that particular lake that uh, my stepdad took me to, um, I did quite a lot of in sort of for the next 10 years on there, mm. just from through different stages of my life. Right. So I went sort of, so that's where I would say I cut my teeth. Yeah a yeah. place called Staveley in uh, just near Harrogate. where right. I live now.
1: I haven't I literally haven't a clue. No, I, I, don't, like a, I know any, <laughs> yeah. nowhere up north. I didn't even know northerners had carp, to be yeah. honest. I <laughs> don't have any. <laughs> so I mean, to be fair, um, I've got a, a lot of respect for guys carp anglers up north because it is tough for you guys, it is, isn't yeah. it? You know, when it's it comes a lot to better carp. nowadays,
0: but it is, yeah, tough.
1: definitely. But but I think you you know the the guys. Is there's a lot of very very good carp anglers that live up north yeah and for you to become a very good carp angler living up north I think it it's, um, speaks volumes in itself
0: yeah they're, they're a cut above you know there's a lot historically we've always had some brilliant carp anglers mm. um, that I used to travel know, to raise but like Dave Moore yeah um, but I think like you say you've got a if you're willing to put the effort in mm. Then certainly in the old days, you know it was a long old drive driving down to uh, Raspberry from yeah yeah Yorkshire, so
1: was that something you ever done you ever do the traveling we, we sort of talked about it?
0: it, and it's something that we always regretted um, but what fishing raspberry yeah. Oh, yeah yeah, yeah yeah I think I just i watched um something you filmed with j k munger mm. and he mentioned about um the f- trepidation that you used to have going onto waters when you were younger yeah. When you look back now and you think, oh, I should just do it. Yeah. Because it is just fishing. Yeah, yeah. And then th- at the end of the day, we were fishing big gravel pits up here. They were no different to Raysbury. No. It was just, there wasn't a 200. The miles. names scale, yeah, yeah, well, I suppose. And then name... and the, and the bigger fish as well, to yeah, be fair. Yeah. But, but we still caught plenty of carp by them when you are to handle them, when you are to fish for them.
1: Did you, but, was there any sense of intimidation going to a place like Raysbury 1? Did you have. Because I, I, I think I asked Mungo, sort of, you know, have you ever felt intimidated going to a sort of big fish water that's got sort of named anglers on it? Have you, did, he, yeah. did he ever feel intimidated going to there? And uh, was that ever yeah. a
0: part a little, of... A little, because it's not... Back back in those days, you were only... Your perception of things was taken from magazines. mm and books really yeah so there was, you didn't really get a sense of personalities no like you can now with social media you can actually learn more about people by how they are. yeah and, definitely and yeah. how you see them on video which yeah, didn't yeah. really happen at that time so all you did was see the pictures in the ending times yeah and you don't you don't know if that block's an asshole. Or yeah no. the <laughs> nicest bloke in the world so <laughs> yeah so yeah there is a little bit of trepidation yeah know, yeah for sure
1: did you ever do any sort of big travelling down
0: south or was or was most of your sort of angling kept yeah. sort of...? I think the furthest we went down south was um, probably the Air one Pits, which is still very much north. Of the yeah, UK, yeah, so yeah. Newark area. Right. Newark-on-Trent. Right.
1: So sort of historical waters that the north has got. Yeah. What, um, I mean, sort of for the listeners... are listening you know is there there many
0: up north that yeah there's a lot um there's a lot of there's a big club water history up north um but they were all um primarily match waters took a long time for any kind of carp friendly clubs to sort of embrace carp fishing Mm. because they were all run by an old school match fraternity that hated carp angling um, so it was always one rod waters, definitely no night fishing or never any night fishing. Right. one rod waters, wow, yeah, yeah. really? Yeah, and, and, wow. We'll, and even now we pay, in some of the clubs, you pay extra to use two rods. Yeah,
1: I think uh, that's gone across a, a, the board on a lot of water, even down, down, down right. my area. There's yeah. quite a few waters now where you have to pay for your third rod sort of thing. I don't
0: think you've ever had to pay for your second rod yeah. down my way. But. Yeah, so it's always second rod permit. And then some of these clubs now are allowing night fishing mm. and they're a bit more cat friendly. But that is really because of the way the fishing changed. Yeah. And they know that the majority of the income comes from yeah,
1: cat Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in, in, in terms of your angling, how would you sort of describe your own sort of fisher? Are you... More of a big fish angler sit and wait you know for that one big one or do you do you enjoy match fishing smashing them up type fishing just to sort of paint a picture of your own angling
0: i, I like i like just angling really yeah so, although i class myself as a carp angler i still fish for everything yeah and yeah. i still I like match carp fishing um fishing on a river setting the stall out campaign fishing mm. you know it just depends what syndicate comes up at what time what mood i'm in at that time and how much time i've got to yeah in i suppose really, time really yeah. is
1: is the main thing for for most people I yeah think it is, is, yeah. is to be honest you know time is sort of everything especially on the
0: big fish angling side of things you know it's yeah something. especially well it's we don't really have that in your even though we do have a lot of big fish in Yorkshire now a lot of them are in day ticket waters which don't really float my boat because I don't you can't really get anything going on no, there No, I mean you are always competing against the other angler really then mm. rather than the, yeah, the yeah.
1: fish which is with mo- a lot of day ticket waters whether that's the south or north, yeah, no matter yeah, where yeah, you, yeah, you still go yeah are fishing
0: but yeah. I would never sort of invest time in them it'll always be do you fancy going down to linear yeah do you fancy going to wherever, Lynch yeah. or whatever. It'll be a social trip, it won't be. I wouldn't want to invest any time in it because I just don't think I could possibly do it any justice, really. Yeah. You know, it'd just be wasting fuel money, really, driving mm. up and down the motorway for no yeah. reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, your most sort of memorable capture of the north, then? Um, you were talking about History What It's one of the... Um, I wouldn't say it was underground because it was sort of fairly well-known, but it was quite localised... There's one called Rip and Race Course, which had um, some really big fish at the time. And there was a fish on there called Lucy that we fished me and my friend fished for it for years and years. But it was it wasn't until I actually went back and fished it about ten years later that I actually caught it. Right. And I'd spent we'd probably been on there for seven or eight years, I think. Fishing for it. We've caught loads of loads of the other ones between mm. us, but we never caught that. And then it was literally, I'd been fishing for another big fish in the area, which sadly had been ottered in the meantime, so I'd never, I never mm. caught it, which destroyed me a little bit. Yeah. And so I just got a ticket and thought, right, I'm going to go back and have a go for this. And I actually caught it on my first night back home. Wow. And then I never fished it again. No. <laughs> yeah, I'd literally bought the ticket and then just... Uh, it was just uh, all done yeah So, excellent uh, and how sort of big how big uh, was it uh, uh, not massive in no. modern standards but 33 thirty three two, I think yeah the pure leather it was oh, amazing was a, were a nice fish yeah. yeah yeah which is a rarity yeah. nowadays oh, yeah. pure yeah. leathers yeah. I
1: get people asking me on the cart farm I was, it, it like look at sipping through our fry that we get you do not get any pure leathers anymore no. we did. you just don't see them no. ever yeah, it's a shame really. I think that that era of the levers. I, I know I've spoken to Viv uh, at VS and he said, you know, they're a rarity on his farms. Well you just yeah. never ever get yeah. true levers anymore. I suppose
0: it's strange just been bred out. Yeah. And
1: yeah, know. which would be a real shame to yeah. to be yeah, honest, yeah. you know. Especially when we've had so many iconic fish like Heather, the leather, you know, a lot yeah. of a mm. lot of um you, where the fish that were in the car park. I think that wasn't there three or four levers sort of in there. That were, was it wasn't the dustbin leather, I was think so. a lever? Was that a lever? True lever. So, yeah. Too sure, but I know there's a few others kicking yeah, about. Was there was another one, I think, mm. in Talesburg I, I, I think, on the big Oxfordshire pit. I'm not too sure if I'm right there. That was a true lever as well. I was, think so. Yeah. Yeah, there was another one on there. So it would be a real shame to see them sort of, because you know, there's there's definitely not many of them about whatsoever, no. is there? No. So, is there any up north that you can think of? Um, yeah, still swimming
0: little... today, sort of thing.
1: Not really, mate.
0: No. No. To be fair, we've we sort of suffered um, with the otter predation a lot sooner than really? everyone else. So really, we, yeah, a lot of the otters were released um, up north, mm. sort of in the Yorkshire area. Yeah, yeah. So, so although we didn't realise what was happening at the time, you know, it, it happened really quickly in a lot of history waters, like that water that I've just talked about, the Rip and Race course, that got decimated. And it still does now because they can't fence it because of it being in the middle of a race course mm. and they don't want an unsightly offence well, going no. down with their cameras and stuff. No,
1: which I don't think most fishery owners want, to be honest no, nobody with you. Does, no, you know, it's it's it is You know, it is an eyesore, no matter what way you butter it yeah. up. But unfortunately, I think... You know, fishing has gone that way now. We're all going to have to be caged in, otherwise yeah. it's just never It's going horrible to be now that sort
0: of when you join a syndicate, one of the first things you ask is, it, is it fenced? Yeah, I know. And has it been fenced since this fish has been out? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you just don't know. No,
1: idea, no, so. no. Impossible to know whether that fish is still swimming yeah, around yeah. there, especially if a place isn't fenced, yeah. definitely. Yeah, it's a real shame. Your first sort of 20-pound carp that you caught from up north... Yep. That must have been quite a memorable moment. Where 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 was that from?
0: That was um well, I, well it's not really memorable because I can't no? really remember it. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah, to be fair. We we did have quite a few, but it was all always well, we scraper twenties and um Depends who's weighing them type thing. Yeah, it was all a bit dubious <laughs> in those days. But I would say the sort of first Fish that I thought, that yeah, that's a big fish, was um, was a, a fish called the male that I caught from Selby Free Lakes, mm. which was three lakes at that time, Yeah, of so at uh, Jules's time, which I've spoken to him about. He was actually there on the day that I caught that, and I literally just turned up after work as <laughs> a complete noddy. <laughs> yeah. And and jumped to that <laughs> But to be fair, he um he actually put me on the spot where I caught it from really? so, so and I've thanked him for it since. Um and we've laughed about it but yeah, he literally said, Why haven't you got a rod on this spot near the island? Mm. And so I put a rod on it at first light, and it was away within about <laughs> half an hour with that fish on. Oh, amazing. Which were like, I think it was 28, um, 28 something, 28.6 wow. or something. And that was the sort of first big fish that I remember. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, amazing. So it's Selby Three Lakes now. That's all one big lake then, I'll take it now, is it? It has been all one lake, and then it's gone, now it's gone back to two lakes. Um, so, two are joined together and one's their ticket. Right. The back two lakes are Lake Two and Three are now mm. Syndicate, run by uh, Bullet uh, Roger. Right. Is, there, is, is is it some sort of thin channel
1: then that joins these yeah. up and you can quickly block it off, sort of
0: thing? Yeah, is that, is like, that... yeah cut throughs. Right. It's literally the width of this room, so sort of 10, 15 yards. Oh, right. Yeah. And was he that just backfills it with? yeah with whatever i suppose to uh, literally dug it out and then they've just backfilled it this has been over the space of 30 years so it's right it's not a quick process no yeah (laughs) so
1: i suppose at first you wouldn't know what fish is in in where then no
0: all we we went on was um we had me and my friend who used to do a lot of carping with we just had a book called yorkshire still water angling yeah and it was literally open a page yeah, that's got carp in it. <laughs> and then just go fish it. Yeah, yeah. And you just... You were no, never had to pre-book tickets. You always just turned up. Right. And someone came round and got your money, and that's just how yeah. it was. So yeah. That's all we did. Just turned up. And there weren't many swims left. It were all... Um, pretty busy on a Friday night as it would be. Yeah, yeah. And we just dropped in a
1: couple of swims and that was it. So what about the rivers up this sort of way? Is, ma- is there many carp swimming around
0: in the rivers? There this- is now, yeah, but they never used to be, really. They're only sort of escapees from the Yeah, them, Yeah, farms. yeah. Um, I think there's a few from the willows gone in over the years. So there's some monsters about here, it is, yeah. From really. yeah, yeah, no, willows, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, not far from here, really, yeah, there's been yeah. a few out. Is there? Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: is something you've ever done, done
0: much river carping at all? Not in this country, mate, just um, just abroad, uh, really. Yeah. No, I'm not, no. if I go on the rivers, I'll be fishing with a stick float.
1: Yeah, 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 grayling and perching. Yeah, chubbing, and, 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 yeah, and stuff like everything that, that comes along sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, so yeah. speaking about abroad, then, so, uh, I mean, is that something you've done quite regular going abroad or, or, you know, is it is it a Probably new thing? Probably in the last or... 10 years, yeah, it is right. a new
0: thing really. I was, I'm literally, I've always just catfished around where I lived, literally mm. just because of family, um, just not wanting to be too far from home. I never really liked travelling anywhere for fishing. No? I prefer just to go and be within 20 minutes yeah, or yeah, half an yeah. hour from home. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah, cool. So, so um, going abroad then ten years ago, your
0: first trip. Do you remember that one? Is that well? But my first trip abroad was actually carp fishing to Spain. Right, which is something to do all the time now. But this is this was sort of I think I was seventeen, and I literally um, I saw an advert in the back of the Angling Times, like right. a tiny little snippet, and it went uh, carp and barbels fishing on the Ebro, seventy quid. And that's how much it was seventy quid. Yeah. Um, and that included the flight. I yeah, was think. about to say, was yeah, that included? Yeah, yeah. Wow, really? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So it was. Yeah. So it was thirty years ago. Yeah, I'll be forty-seven this year. So I was seventeen. So it's thirty years ago. So right. I had to travel down to Stansted. Yeah. Um, I'm quite reserved now, but I was really reserved at seventeen. So mm. I was quite a shy kid. Right. And. And I was initially going to go with a lad that I went fishing with, Brent, but he backed out at the last minute and said, I can't go. So I just went, I'm going to have to do this on my own. Wow. Wow. Really? So I got my, I got my gear onto the national express. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> got down to uh um, probably what, who was it? Oh, but, but I went into I've an just exchange. Gone blank.
1: Yeah. I've just, I've just gone completely. Blank. And I then got
0: the bus from there to Stansted airport. Yeah to meet some people and never even had spoken to one of the guys on the phone. Right. And that was it. And um, that,
1: how much kit did you have with you at this point,
0: Do you have? Any? Um I had a suitcase and I had like some reels, some tonics in it. Yeah. A little tackle box and um two heavy feeder rods. <laughs> right. Well. Yeah. well, no, so I had a heavy feeder rod and a Right. So so you weren't a, provided a with any sort of kit out there. Oh I no, suppose. no, is this not- was a
1: right uh, bloody hell yeah <laughs> okay i'm intrigued yeah, so, carry on yeah so <laughs> this was
0: like i was proper under gun. <laughs> so i had like a like a, uh, like a daewa pig feeder rod and uh, <laughs> i think it was a silstar traverse x right rod, yeah Rod like one and three quarters test curve, yeah, right, yeah. Real, real euro beast <laughs> <laughs> and just went over there and and they sort of The people were really nice. Were they? Yeah, there were like a few couples and just guys that had gone. There were a lot of match fishing guys, but there were two other guys there that were into the cart fishing, Mm. and they were talking about. um, I sort of obviously I didn't really drive at that time, and certainly not I didn't drive in Spain, Mm. so I just tagged along with whoever would take me, and we went to the sort of Ebro and some of the tributaries of the Ebro, and we're just fishing. It wasn't. It wasn't like it is now. It was all really small carp, like, and you're putting them in keep nets and everything. So right. like three pounders and five pounders. Oh really? That's yeah, not... yeah. And like little barbel and mullet and stuff like that. Right. It was really weird. Yeah. Um, but I could, every everyone sort of went back to the hotel every night.
1: Yeah.
0: And then the story like halfway through the week, like Wednesday. These two guys kept coming back going, "Oh yeah, we've had some doubles and that." And they were like, "I need to be." I need to get Maitley with these. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, which was quite hard for me, being so shy. Yeah, was, of course, but, yeah. Um, eventually, uh, they sort of oh, yeah, you can come with us. And we ended up going up into the mountains, um, into a reservoir in northern Spain. Right. And um, they'd been pre baiting these spots with peanuts. And so we went down and it was crazy. It would just run after run really? all the time, yeah. Well, they're still only little fish, Yeah. but it was like... Were they doubles or, or were they what they say, I think I, said they were? Or? The, the, yeah, you did get doubles, but the, you're talking like £10, 2-ounce doubles. Oh, were, right, OK. Yeah, <laughs> if you got one of those, you were happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it was literally like fishing off, you know just fishing off a beach really yeah was there any big carp about over there at that point there was talk of sort of like 40 pounders in the lake Mm. um knowing what i know now about spain i I don't think i I just don't see how they could have been at that time was it advertised you know the the trip it wasn't a big carp trip no
1: no it was a match fishing trip right was it right okay so that 30 years ago, I mean, when was it until... Did you carry on going back to sort of Spain, the no, e I I've done a, a fair bit of fishing out there, but I think that's been more a recent thing. Yeah. So, yeah, so so what would have been your next trip? The next
0: trip was another carping trip um, to Canada in the probably 2000s time. Right, was that on your Maybe own again? <laughs> or was no, that? that was actually... <laughs> A mate of mine, who did a bit of fishing, but not a lot. His dad lived over there, and they hadn't seen him for a long time. So he said, I'm going to go see my dad. We worked together at the time. Mm. And he went, oh, do you want to come? We were good mates. I went, oh, yeah, I'll come. Do you think I can do any fishing? He went, yeah, yeah, we'll sort of that. So we went over there for two weeks to uh, Canada. Mm. And um, we I didn't fish sort of the St. Lawrence or anything like that. No, But we did fish some, like, little... They were almost like little English rivers, actually, little tiny sort of twenty yard across kind of rivers. Yeah, yeah. And um, caught loads again, just loads of little carp. Really? But yeah, it wasn't. um, But by that time, I was sort of well into my carping. Yeah, yeah. So I'd sort of seen all the stories about Saint Lawrence, and I was, I wasn't disappointed because it was a sort of a family holiday. Yeah. For him, but I just tagged along, but that was sort of the next excursion that yeah have you
1: ever been back and fished the St Lawrence or anything like that I've no, never been I, back to no. Canada
0: it's a bit of a reoccurring theme there so I only do things once <laughs> yeah <laughs> although the Ebro yeah, oh like, yeah That that's a different story yeah the actually. Ebro sort of the first time I went to the Ebro uh, Steve will tell you I'm sure I absolutely bloody hated it really I just oh I just thought this is not for me this because it's not I couldn't get my head around that there was no free bait in the swim. Mm. Which, when you fish rivers. I always rivers, wonder,
1: if, yeah, myself, whether it'd be for me. Yeah. To
0: be honest. Well, it's a little bit different now, although you're not actually meant to bait up. Like in, oh, really? Fish, no, you're not I allowed to. I didn't know that. No, it's illegal. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. So when you see these, uh, we best
1: be careful of what we say
0: next. Yeah, so when you see <laughs> the cat lads chucking in a big handfuls of pellet in and that, you're not actually meant to do it. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah but no that you don't I don't think anyone's ever been done for it. I just no. don't think you meant to why is that then i don't have not have a clue to be honest ah. but they they're not really pro angling well they are pro angling they love fishing, but it the more about the native species so the xander the black yeah. bass yeah uh, perch pike um the more about that really yeah than the catfish and the carp, which their viewers. Vermin, I suppose. They weren't like, like, Really? But, well, they were yeah. introduced mm. illegally, and yeah. they've just taken over what was a natural river.
1: Yeah. So, uh, I mean, so let's go back to that that trip. You were there. Yeah. Sorry. It, you, weren't, you weren't thinking it was it was for you. It's...
0: No, no, it was literally. Um, mm. Steve's obviously been, you know, four or five times before I've been. And he told me how good it was, I'd seen the pictures and that. And maybe I just built it up too much. I thought we were going to be hauling 40s from the word go. Yeah. And it just wasn't like that. As same with any kind of fishing. You still got to, whatever you do, you've got to work at it. Yeah. And it's never, sometimes it's you get lucky, but, you know, you got to create your own luck. So it's, it was just, I just found it difficult. Just getting my head round that I was fishing a tiny, or you know, fishing a Water that was, I don't know, half a kilometre wide. Mm. But I was fishing a tiny, twenty mil hook bait in there, <laughs> and expecting to catch them. It and I just thought, if I do catch them, it's luck. I don't see the point on this. Right. Um, so it was a bit, a bit strange, really. Yeah. So I came back. I don't think I even caught. I think I don't even think I caught a carp on that first trip. Right. Really. We caught quite a few cats. But the river level had rose really quickly and flood water had come in and it had knocked the in on the head. Yeah. Is that always the case over there on you, bro? Yeah, hit? it's so... With the hydroelectric dams, it's so... Conditions sort of dependent mm. as to whether you have a good trip or a bad trip. Right. And I think that's why it's not quite as popular as it should be because it's so... You do have to work at it. And Yeah. You could sit, it's not like going to France and you know what swim you're in, you know what fish are there, and you know that the lake's going to be the same as the last time you went Yeah, there. yeah, it's different. You know, this, you're battling the flow. Yeah. You know, yeah. And it's just it's just totally different, which is, I suppose, is why we go back all the time.
1: So when you're saying you have to work at it, let's sort of try and paint a picture there of what you're actually having. Well, Well, as,
0: as we've sort of gone... On more and more trips over the years, we've built up. We've got some good friends over there, which allow us to store gear over there. Yeah. Um, because because we've built our own sort of a gear, sort of arsenal over there. Yeah. It's allowed us to just fish how we want to fish. So we've got boats, we've got echo sounders, we've got proper rods and reels. You know, you've just got everything that you like. You know, you need certain stuff for European yeah. fishing. Yeah, that you definitely. Don't have in the yeah. UK. yeah, and and it's not really stuff that can just be hired on the bank. It's, it's your personal stuff that yeah. you know how to fish with. How how sort of long has that taken
1: for you to sort of um, realize? I mean, it must have been a, a nightmare, sort of going over there undergunned without lights. Yeah, the, light
0: yeah, the first times you go over, you're guided. There might be six of you on the trip. You know the guides. They might not only have your party. They might have another party. Yeah. And you know they've got they've got to provide them with all the gear. So you you sort of end up fighting for bed chairs, sleeping bags, <laughs> brollies. Who's got the rod with a tip eye that's not bent round the other way? Yeah, which we know. were
1: talking about. Funny enough, yeah. with Steve and uh Fenny, uh, yeah, yeah. Fanny earlier on. Um, He's got some, he's had some funny story. I'll <laughs> we'll have yeah. to say some of it. Uh, I think he's ended up with, what was it, a Mexican? Uh, Mexican blanket. Mexican uh, blanket a sleeping bag. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Which ended up blowing away, blowing <laughs> Yeah, it blew in the lake. Well, <laughs> in the river. Whilst
1: he was asleep and, uh, and, yeah. and you boys see him reaching for it whilst he was asleep. Even though it had blown off half yeah. an hour earlier. Yeah, classic. Brilliant. So, I mean, when when did the bug that like so, so you're not really selling this e brush? No, to, me, mate. to be it honest, rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it no, no, no. does sound rubbish. Yeah. Um, so there must have been some because I know that you you go quite regular you, now, do not you? Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. We've we've been through stages of sort of going three, four times a year. Yeah. which is crazy, really. Mm. But. Um, I don't know it just it just There cut. must
1: have been something that happened that sort of, you know, got you the bug from going from that
0: first. Time. You only have to see. Sometimes you just have to see things, don't you? And you see your mates catch a forty, like an uncaught forty-pound river common, and yeah. a, unc- a fifty-pound common, and you just think that's fucking amazing. Man. Yeah, because yeah. You, see, you know, this, these fish haven't been caught before. They're just yeah proper wild fish. Mm. And you literally don't know what you're going to catch. You don't know what you're going to catch. No. And there's not many places that you can really do that. No. What's, what's, the, what's the biggest that's been out of the Ebro
1: that's been um, properly recorded as such?
0: I think there's been... I don't know if it's high 70s or oh, wow, low big. 80s mirror. Really? Yeah. Wow. But they, they believe that to be dead now. Because it used to come out quite a lot from a certain area. Oh did it? Yeah. So um well it's quite a lot of sixty plus commons coming out. Is there? Yeah. Really? Seventies, um, yeah. Starting wow. to come out now. Is that
1: is that the buzz now then, do you think? Going out there, getting yourself an Ebro sixty or
0: seventy, or is it something else? Yeah, I'd like a sixty now I think. Yeah. A River sixty is something special special yeah yeah definitely yeah
1: without a shadow of a doubt i take it a lot more bait's gone in there now for them fish to get that
0: sort of size because i I don't think the bait touches the surface oh who's that
1: that's me ah it's
0: (laughs) (laughs) sorry um so you don't yeah i don't think i think there's that many fish in the rivers hundreds of thousands of carp in that river i don't think Whatever bait you put in doesn't touch the surface. certainly not going to no. feed them to a point where they're no. going to grow. No, no. You know, there's millions of swan mussels, there's millions of crayfish. Is there? Yeah. Wow. Uh, sorry, zebra mussels. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's so much sort of natural food for them. That's not even... Bait doesn't touch the sides. I don't even think they know what it is half of the time. No, no. So it, it's funny how it's it's taken
1: almost this long for them to get that sort of size. So if we're going back sort of 30 years they've been in there, Yeah.
0: you know, and, and yet you're still not... Well, I used to think it was because of the amount of pellet that went in in that area. Obviously, Mequanens is a massive catfish in Mecca. Mm. You know, and the amount of pellet that goes in on a daily basis, I couldn't even put a figure on it, but, you know, every angler's probably put in... A sack or two sacks. In. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and, and the, the banks are lined literally with cat rods during the summer. Are like they? So there's a lot. Really? Of, there's a lot of pellet going in, and that's why a lot of the cat that you see coming out uh, do come do actually quite on pellet. Oh, do they? Just because of the sea so much of it, Yeah, right? yeah. Of course, yeah. yeah. Um Is
1: cat fishing something that you've done out there as well? Or I've had it?
0: a couple of goes, but. It's not really my not thing. Not your thing. No. no, it's not you my thing You get too dirty, which is yeah. horrible critters. <laughs>
1: yeah, I which hate them. There and you get a
0: PB and sits you off to have a picture with it, <laughs> which I don't like. Just no, sure. clothes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, oh, I hate them. I, I, we, we won't get on to that. No. But so not only that, you was lucky enough to
0: experience Rainbow last year. Yeah. So how did that go? That was amazing. That yeah. was something that I've wanted. Well... Again, it's something that I didn't actually know that I wanted to do. Mm. And uh, I, I spoke to Crowy the other week about it. And I think me and him had an argument once on an internet forum about, <laughs> back in the day when forums were cool. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> about about the, how you fished on Rainbow. And, and Crowy always said, uh, yeah, but until you've been, you don't know what it's like. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I know you say the same. And it wasn't until I started, I got offered of the trip. I wasn't sure about it, and then I thought, "Yeah, I'm going to do it." And then I started researching it, and uh, and I saw it's a bit of an eye opener, but mm. but because of the sort of recent Ebro stuff and you know doing a lot of boat work and stuff like that, I felt confident that I was going to be able to go there and be able to manage it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. I know people have always said that don't even bother going if you don't think you can handle it because it's yeah. just a waste of time. Yeah. You're not literally casting out, you know, there's no... No. It's totally different, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: It's, it's, it is it's unexplainable, really. Yeah. You have to see it to believe it. Yeah. And then even once you've seen it, you're still a little bit thinking, really, you know, I could yeah, just yeah. fish it normally. and yeah. yeah. But then you get that first bite and then you realise... Yeah.
0: You have to fish it the rainbow way. You do, yeah. Obviously, I was speaking to you. I was quite lucky that I could speak to you and talk about spots and stuff. Yeah. And you were telling me about spots, and I were going, are you sure I think you've got this wrong? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you should be putting a bit um, yeah, here. Yeah.
1: But then you go out there and you see people doing it in yeah. the way they do it. And to be fair, I fish it. Like a pussy, a lot of the times, yeah. You well, I think I, did. I think I did, yeah. Yeah, there's
0: certain you know, there was obviously spots that we got told about that personally I wouldn't put a bit there no. because I don't think an experienced angler couldn't deal with it, but I don't think I could have dealt with it. I don't think I could have put the poles in the right place, yeah, to make sure the fish came back to yeah, the right spot yeah. at the right time. Oh, oh that's me. Oh,
1: okay. Oh. Oh. Yeah, that's on the end of it. <laughs> well, I'll just pause this whilst Jake goes out and deals with that fish, and then we'll get back to you after he's got that one in. Right, so we're back. We're from, back. We're back. Out from of breath. Yeah, out of breath from that. Yeah,
0: whopping. Whopping. You're a, <laughs> yeah. you're a monster. <laughs> you're a
1: monster. Yeah, which unfortunately it wasn't. know. I'll give you £3, thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> For that Whatever. one, so he's safely back in his own now anyway. Yeah. But, so, we're, yeah, discussing Rainbow, uh, obviously, I mean, what, what was that the first time you saw it? I mean, what was, can you sort of explain the feeling of Rainbow? Was it everything you expected when you first saw it, or...?
0: Yeah. Or was it more or was it? I don't think you can go through the gates there and then the way that you just sort of drive past the clubhouse bit and the the lake just opens up in front of you, yeah, yeah. Just every sort of uh, sort of scenic Is- Shot that you've ever seen of Rainbow, yeah, with all the pine trees and mm. the fallen trees and the islands and yeah, it's, it's even it. the smell, isn't it? Yeah, when you're yeah. there, it's, what, it's the smell it's, of koi pills. <laughs> 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 well, for you, I it, which we'll get on to in a little yeah, yeah, yeah. while.
1: But but everything's so unique there. Ie, yeah. even the smell that yeah. if it, it's like a movie scene when you go yeah. down that part. I love it. Yeah. I absolutely love it. And it's a bit tedious because that track is a lot longer than it should be yeah, getting to getting the actual to lake. It. And yeah. it's bloody, bumpy. You know, very yeah, bumpy. Yeah. I feel sorry for our feastland lads <laughs> see turning up in their lovely transports yeah, that and are all bottom, lowered. And, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a it's a, it's a a rough terrain track that one is. But well worth it when you get to that Death limit, yeah. get to that point. So
0: you were on the island yeah Jabe fish there yeah um yeah it was just amazing really we only did a week mm. but it was just it was incredible really it was it was hard work and like nothing that i'd ever fished before really it was no. you know i hardly slept it was in the middle of that heat wave so and that was in southern france so it was i think when we set up it was sort of 42 degrees when we were setting up on yeah. the saturday yeah And it didn't really drop until the mid mid midweek. And you just couldn't sleep on it on a night. It was like 30s on a night. And I just, I was dying of heat anyway. And I was just dying. But you just have to fish through it, don't you? Mm. So that first bite. Yeah. From Rainbow. Just all all hell breaks loose. You'd you'd said, oh, you'll know when your first bite goes. Yeah. And you soon learn on Rainbow that. One bleep, one bleep tells a thousand bleeps. Yeah, you know, and and you're so alert all the time that you know that that one bleep could be some could be a sixty on the other yeah, end. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, the bites scare the shit out of you. They you know? do, yeah. There's
0: no other. I
1: I, I try to capture it on camera, and it never does it justice. No. It literally is like someone hucking a grenade at you. Yeah. And and yeah. It, it just going
0: off. Yeah, yeah. But 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 no one dies. Yeah. yeah sort of it, try and be calm because you think, well, really, the fish aren't going anywhere. No. Although they sort of quite imperative, you get out to them quite quickly, but. You know, you don't need to rush about like an headless chicken. You need to be quite yeah. organised, don't you? Really? Yeah, but your, like, something on. that I ate yeah. and I yeah, yeah. haven't got used to that no. to this well, time. not do that, do we? Or we, we? No. We wouldn't finish sessions with wet socks, would we? We'd no. we just run out every single time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, so what was that like, that first fish? Did that go smoothly for you, that... Yeah, I think the first fish was like, uh, I think it was an upper 40 or something common. So, yeah, it was like... Job done really. I was yeah. happy after that. Yeah, yeah, um, amazing. How did that trip pan out in the end? Um, I think I had 16 fish in the end, which was pretty good for the really apparently. Bad. So, for and the it was right fishing tough line. at that point as well, yeah. wasn't it? There were yeah. a lot of the, the, the sort of going swims weren't doing a lot of fishing, no, they we, were, they no, at all. And then these were open water spots that I were catching from as well, which yeah. I'm really happy about because. I was comfortable fishing the snags and that kind of fishing, but I knew that I'd, I'd be happiest fishing open water. Yeah. And just finding spots myself, finding mm. them on the boat, in the boat, uh, and just looking and just thinking, trying to think a little bit differently than... The norm out there yeah. and such. Yeah. yeah it's, hard to, it's hard to go there because there's so much information about yeah. every spot Yeah, that you almost... You know every inch of the lake, but yeah. but when you're actually there, I don't think anyone knows Rainbow. not no, because no. it's it's crazy. Yeah,
1: that island swim is unbelievable. Yeah. You, again, you you go off of the bank, and if you blink, looking at the echoes, out, yeah, you, you miss a something. Bar, yeah, you, yeah, you do. Yeah, it's it's up that. I don't even. I fish the island three times. I think I think I fished it three times. Yeah. And I still couldn't tell you how many bars there are within 100 yards of the bank. No. Which isn't a quite far distance when you're in a boat no. at all. And I still couldn't tell you how many bars there are there because there's that many. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. unreal, isn't it? It is, yeah. Sort of what did you go in strategy-wise, bait-wise? Sort of, When you go abroad, not just Rainbow, yeah. I mean, is there a is there a certain bait that you take personally that you've got, all your confidence
0: in as such? Is there, um, is there one sort of key bait that you'd always not need? S- SLK at? has always been uh, sort of like my baby and, and my favourite bait, just because it's probably been around sort of longest. But um, Switch has sort of come, you know, just the development of it and the effort that we put into the liquid and then the base mix, and, you know, me and Cal, work, uh, British Aquafis worked on that. And uh, it just took so long to get it right, but it is incredible. And I don't think I'd be, I, don't, I wouldn't lie and say I don't actually understand everything about what makes it mm. that good. But um, it does seem to work Yeah. everywhere, really, and certainly abroad on lakes. So whether it's because it's a bit different, I don't know. But Yeah, it's strange because...
1: I think I, the first time I took the Switch to Rainbow, without sh- no one had ever put the Switch in there, because it, no, really, yeah. it, yeah, it was really, really yeah, new yeah. at the time, and yeah, yeah. you know, I was obviously testing it. Yeah. And they loved it in there. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. And I love the SLK, like yourself. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted the S- SLK yeah, yeah. to be a better bait than the Switch, because I love
0: the SLK that much, yeah. but... Well, Rainbow screams big fish, uh, like a natural fish meal. Yeah. Food bed. Exactly. Long big fish. Yeah. Yeah. Eaters, yeah. You know, everything about it screams yeah. SLK.
1: Yeah, but yet yeah, they—they yeah. definitely that switch always tips it over. You yeah. know, I when when I go out with Paul, he sort of takes all of his baits and this, that, and the other, and he loves the SLK. He loves the smell of the SLK in yeah. it. And even he says to me, he cannot believe, he's like, why why are you bringing the Switch again? And I'm like, well, it's caught me, you know, that 70, this 60, all them 50s. And and then he sort of thinks, yeah, but it's still not as good as the SLK, is it? No, it's not. But when you look at the results that you have. Yeah, I think it's just them
0: special fish that you catch, Yeah, Yeah.
1: But I I honestly think the Switch is a better bait than the SLK, but I just don't want it to be a better bait, you know? Yeah. I, I, I don't know why. I think it's like you say that fish mill thing. That it, it, because it screams big carp, it, yeah. you know. And not saying that I haven't caught big carp off of the SLK, yeah, yeah. of course, but it, that switch always just at the end of it's the got day, although,
0: edge. although the switch might look like a sort of run of the mill nut bit or, yeah. or a a seed or something. It's, yeah. like, it's a million miles away. Perhaps past. it is the colour. Know, it it's higher in protein than SLK for a start. Yeah. Um... So, so and um, big fish know that big fish are going to know mm. how rich in nutrients it is and how, uh, you know, just exactly what it's just exactly what they're looking for. Yeah, really. Yeah, An easy yeah. meal. Yeah. yeah. So, if you if you if you had a choice between them, what to what? take to Renba to anywhere? Um, in well, all my last few years, fishing has been switched. But that's mm-hmm. because I was fishing a water that they absolutely loved it and it was partly it was because the first ever time I went on a guestie with a, a mate of mine and he um I can't remember what he was using at the time. Might have been using SLK I think and I just took the switch with me because it was new. You know, these are proper old fishing that these are original leanies in this lake. Right. What I wanted to find somewhere where I could find them and feed them. Yeah, yeah. And so he was sort of trying to get me on fishing saying oh you need to get your baits out there and and to be fair although i went to fish i went to sort of work if you don't know I mean yeah which, yeah um and so i eventually found these fish under this tree um like obviously just a normal snag tree where they go i don't know you can sort of feed anything into a snag tree but, yeah 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 but it was more one of those places where they went to recover sometimes after you know, we learn those spots where they go after they've been yep. hooked
1: or... Yep. I know exactly and what you mean. you just yeah. know which yeah. fish turn up there, Yeah, definitely. It? The Nazi fish had that, funny enough. It, yeah. There was a certain area it would always go after it had been caught. And yeah. Would just stay and after a while, although it looks
0: really tempting for people to try and fish it, mm. after a while, people just don't fish to it, because they know that there's actually no point fishing there. No. Because those fish have just either been hooked or yeah, yeah. been yeah. lost or whatever, so yeah. just give them a bit of peace. But mm. Um, but it was a good observing area yeah yeah and the woods sort of there'd always been new fish coming in and out because it was sort of in a snaggy area but that was the sort of first time I just crumbed a bit up and put it in and they just went straight on it and I thought there's not you know this is this is basically fresh from the factory there's no chance that this has ever been there before yeah um, but you're just eating it like you've you know You've seen it a million times, and mm. I don't know. It was really strange, and the guy that I was with him he just, he'd, he'd just never seen that reaction before, really. No, not from those type of old fish. Yeah,
1: that have obviously Th- seen, seen, it. seen it all. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's, it's strange, isn't it? Them, them little things, you know, and seeing that,
0: yeah, G- and that confidence, that yeah. confidence, then ran through all of the three years that I fished on that syndicate. And all the fish that I caught, they were all they were all caught because of that. Yeah, that if i had might... gone that day and there <laughs> weren't any fish in that snag and I didn't feed them it. Yeah. I might have then started on the syndicate on another bit. And yeah, yeah. Not done as well and not caught the fish that I caught out of there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was a bit of a turning point, that. Yeah. I think, and I just thought, this is a little bit special, yeah. really yeah definitely yeah yeah i mean i know you know
1: in my own angling it's been a phenomenal phenomenal bait yeah. an amazing bait which again we'll talk a little bit about yeah. more um in detail a little bit later on so i know you're into your match fishing yeah you love it sins, yeah. yeah yeah i know it's not everyone's cup of tea no but. no i know it's it's not my cup of tea definitely no. not even though i've been roped into this bloody mozza versus the freaking world at the minute <laughs> and is that mozza gets beat by the world gets beat by the world should we say yeah definitely yeah. match fishing is definitely not for me um no yeah. I, do you know I don't like getting bites <laughs> That's no. a, I like putting the rods out and then perhaps having that opportunity in the morning get up yeah. nice and early and you get the mist yeah and, I like. I can see like myself for... playing a carp now in that mist, yeah. and then that'll do me for Yeah, a nice six hours sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I that get up now. Like. That's a bit of me, you know. You yeah. know, I, I'd rather you know catch two fish all year, uh, special ones. Yeah, of And then um, not catch a bloody thing. That's a bit I like weird, that as so. well,
0: but I just think it's there's something about the match fishing. I know, it's not everybody's cup of tea, like I've just said. But is it? You never. You don't push yourself. Your, own, your normal fishing improves after you've match-fished. Does it? Yeah, because you're not bothered about getting up and redoing all your rods in the middle of the night. You're not bothered about baiting in the middle of the rain. You're not bothered about... <sighs> you get wiped out by the ducks or the swans mm. about, you know, just re-tackling everything yeah, and sitting yeah. there and doing it. Whereas half the time you just say, oh, God, I can't be arsed. Yeah, not just leave like your rod up. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I'll and sometimes that. those we times that, are that. the best times to catch fish yeah. times when it's more it's hardest to to actually fish so you've got you in the middle of a hooli or whatever and uh, there's weed blowing down the lake and you're getting wiped out all the time they're the best times to be fishing yeah and you don't want to be putting your rods against you but and going to bed what is the point you might as well go home. yeah yeah of course so you've got to fish through that and i think match fishing does it does encourage you to kick up the arse yeah, to take on that mindset because you just yeah. don't give up right to the last minute mm. because things change really quickly. Yeah, yeah. It yeah, only takes one bite. Is it is it the
1: social side of things as well as the fishing side of things that you enjoy? There is that. There's
0: obviously the camaraderie of fishing. I don't do any of the singles matches. Right. So I always fish with Darren Wilcox. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there is a social side. There's a there's the part that you're fishing you spend the weekend with a good mate and you're catching fish together and you're in the end you're sharing the experience of yeah winning and losing mm. and do
1: you have a set routine you two guys um, i was a match boys one person does one thing another person does another or not really do we both just get a, on i usually
0: draw <clears throat> i've got quite a good draw hand Have you? Yeah. <laughs> And um, it's funny that because a lot of
1: them, a lot there, there, there's a few people that seem to bloody pull out for what sort of first, second, or third. And I think I there.
0: think the best drawer I've ever seen is Harry, so you can. Tell I know. He's the like, spawney. He's Oh seen. No. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird. It, no, when it, you combine that with a bit of angling skill, we yeah. might as well just go home sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah,
1: which I just find that strange. Because it's luck at the end of the it day. It is, yeah. It is total luck, but why is he coming out
0: first all the bloody time? No, and even when you're putting your hand in the bag, you just. I don't know. I don't, I don't know it's what it crazy, is. Sometimes yeah. you just think, no, whatever, ball, whatever <laughs> ball touches this part of my hand, that's a ball I'm going to pick and that's going to be <laughs> our fate. <bit." laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, and I think when we set up, um, Daz always goes left, I go right in The swim, right, and that's it, really. We just okay. Is that is that some sort of ritual thing then? Is it that, that I that think I've just to... noticed that we tend to pick swims that are better on the right, so I catch more fish <laughs> <laughs> right. and then I can tell him to get his finger pulled out of his right. house and start catching, okay? But no, it's just luck, man, It just is, yeah.
1: So, um, there must have been a few memorable matches for yourself match wins, and
0: yeah, yeah. We did the we won the. Northern Carp Cup twice mm. on the trot which were good. Yeah. Um and yeah, we've just we haven't really done anything in that we've got to some finals of the big matches. But the, the trouble with the finals is it's always you just need that extra bit of luck. Yeah. The matches they're usually two or three rounds to sort of and pull in three bits of luck on the trot. Yeah. And you do need luck in the you know, the Although the venues are as, easy, as even as possible, there is always the fisher in one spot at one time. Or yeah. To get those, say in the BCAC where you've got a qualifier, a semi and then a final, mm-hmm. you, know, you need three bits of luck there before you even bring your own yeah. angling skill into it. Yeah. Obviously you've got the really good lads that are sort of in the match in the England team and stuff um, that can pull it out from wherever and that's you know that's a that's another step really <clears throat> yeah but you know i wouldn't say me and dad's are anywhere near that but we we hold our own i mean and we, we're never afraid of anybody in the match scene we just no we just, so do we you just not find it intimidating at all? Not see, at all no
1: see i mean I, do you think fishing up against them type of anglers gives you more of a boost than you know thinking you know we're up against you know Top dogs here, the Bartlets and this, that, and the other. Yeah. It. I mean, I, I would think that some people would find that extremely intimidating. But then I speak it to other guys, and they're like, "No, that you know." Yeah, gets that's what me. you want. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that get you know for the fact that I've got Bartlett to me left of me and yeah, Hewitt, yeah. and I'm you know going got gun holy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Does that? It, yeah. Is it that? Goes, yeah. Is that it for you? I'm not explaining it very well, but. No, does... I know
0: what you mean. You always want to. There's no. You always want to compete at the highest level, don't you? Yeah. If you're going to do something, you might as well do it um, at the best of your ability, or against the people that are at are at the best, d- of, the, the yeah. best of the best. Yeah, I.e. the England team as yeah, such, which, which love, are, most of them
1: boys fish the matches, don't they? I yeah, mean, all of them do. Don't well, they? they've all that yeah, right?
0: they're probably all won it at some point. I think um, yeah, the current team anyway. So. Yeah, yeah, and it takes some doing to win it, and especially with batting. Uh, Kev winning it two years on the trot you know that is it's an amazing feat it's been done before but it's the different times now I think the match fishing nowadays there's a lot more lads doing it so there are a lot more clued up really and and every field you go to um, you know you're competing it doesn't matter if you haven't heard of that pair yeah that don't mean that you discount them because you know they're all good anglers yeah
1: do you do do you do all the matches it, like, um, well, I say do you do, do? I don't think anyone can do all the matches now because there's so no. bloody many of them. Um, but I mean, do you do sort Med, of all the the, two the ones. bigger ones yeah yeah, 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 the yeah. major ones. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: the, what have we got the BCAC and the British Cup Cups now. Used to have the Eric's. Um, yeah. Which, uh, sadly, gone now. Is that yes, gonna so. come
1: back at any point? The Eric's one, or is that is that it? Um.
0: That? I don't think so. I think no. we've I think we have reached saturation point right I think it's really difficult for the organizers <clears> to look at the the matches now are starting earlier and finishing later like the last final last year was in October really which is a bit too late really mm. and the 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 early rounds are now in March you know there's probably been two or three match rounds now already right. what are we sort of mid-march yeah and and you know yourself you know the fish have only just woken up it's yeah, not really yeah. there's a lot of blanks happening there yeah so it's not really much fishing no
1: no so what what are you up to this year then what so you're going to fish wise, yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah got B C S C on barston yeah um which i don't know why we go there because it's crazy yeah but we like catching fish something like yeah <laughs> sometimes you just gotta go
1: and- I respect Think. anyone that goes to bloody bastard. Yeah. Just, I just—I that's my of hours of hell.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fact that there's a bar there means that it's actually seventy two hours of hell because you start a <laughs> 48 hour match with a hangover. <laughs> oh bloody hell! So yeah, um, no, not for me. I, I just—it's oh, not the greatest way to start a match with no, no, yeah, no. Start a match that you're not going to have any sleep with, mm. with no sleep. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's good fun and it's um and it's boilie fishing as well which yeah, is yeah yeah we've never really done a lot on the sort of brazenose waters because that's not really my type of fishing i've always been a boilie angler so yeah. when it i can fish with bags and and bits and pieces but i don't like it no you're a better
1: angler doing what you're more yeah, confident fish, in yeah I fishing boilers, yeah yeah.
0: yeah. rather than particles maggots and that kind of yeah shit.
1: Have you done many BCAC finals? Got into many of the finals? I've got
0: into any. What are the BCAC? What about semis? You... Um, Yeah. Yeah, one or two semis. Um, been in the final of the Erics when that was there. Yeah. Far Um Yeah. yeah. Well, been in quite a bit. Been in quite a few, really. But because you tend to not do anything in the final, then i just try and forget about them really but yeah, yeah. it's a lot of it, it's not heartache because it's there's a lot of worse things going on in the world but you do put a lot of effort into
1: it yeah i can imagine it being quite depressing
0: and it can come down to the draw sometimes yeah definitely yeah
1: yeah, yeah and especially if you don't get that draw i can imagine that being quite heartbreaking yeah. sitting there thinking we've well, got a right shitter here and yeah. um I think the time went And all that, that you know, because the, the amount of effort that goes into every match, and yeah. bearing in mind you've obviously done your qualifier, then yeah. you've done your semi, and now you're at the the bit that you've worked all that time yeah, for, yeah. and you draw a shitter, yeah. oh, that would kill me. Yeah. It hurt me bad. <clears throat> it yeah. would.
0: We, we did one where the semi-final was on um can't remember where the first round was, but we got through that quite comfortably and the semi final was um on Drayton. Mm. Which God. Why the Eric lads wanted to do it on Drayton I don't know, but I think even mm. Blow will admit that he didn't, they didn't the were the ever do anything like that again. No. Because it was absolute carnage. Yeah. You know, and those fair plays to those lads, the you know The run at the Marshalls. Oh, yeah. yeah, I bet, yeah. Yeah. Bet. That's
1: a job in itself.
0: And we so we did. I think we did sixteen hundred pound um, oh, of fish, all off the top with one rod each. God's <laughs> oh, sake! And that was—we actually reeled in at night as well, me and us, really? because um, yeah, a lot of the obviously a lot of the younger lads will just go straight through. But we just thought, you know, we got—we kept getting to a point where we felt comfortable in our section, and um, and just thought, let's just reel in. and just have three three hours sleep and then just start again yeah yeah Yeah. and that's the thing you you know you go through that and that was the hardest thing we've ever done and then you get to the final at follows and you push yeah yeah and you literally all that build up the sort of night before you're excited you walk in the lake and then it's all it's done like that you know, five minutes past nine. Yeah. You just want to go on. Yeah. And you think done, mate. Yeah. Horrible. Which is not a great way to start a match because it's never done. No. No. But you do know that. I think in that particular match, that was the first one that Harry won with uh, uh Alexey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When they got on Scott's left. Uh, yeah. It was got, yeah. Where they? On, yeah
1: on oh yes. Yeah. What? Well, yeah. It was the very first time the had... Ericsson- uh, it was that very first year the Erics had done it, was that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so, yeah. It was the biggest prize in Patrick Yeah, yeah, that was like, like 30, 30 grand. grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mega.
0: Yeah, so to get there was, you know, there'd been that much hype about that competition, mm. to get there and then... And then it all just yeah, to yeah, go... Bag, yeah, yeah, it was not- a bit...
1: Yeah that must be disheartening yeah I don't I don't I wouldn't take that well I no. don't think anyone would personally no you know it must be there must be some very depressing times but again like you say some very good times as yeah, well yeah, you know, get to go fishing is- like like we were discussing earlier on you're definitely going fishing when you go going back fishing yeah you can book it off work you you yeah, know you're right you're, on the you're, calendar that's yeah, when you go in. that's when you're going yeah. nothing else in the world yeah demands no matter
0: what the weather's doing or yeah, what happens going. yeah you've paid your money to enter it so being tight yorksman you know we, we're gonna go <laughs> at whatever happens yeah i, I get that side yeah. of it
1: that's about it mm. <laughs> to be honest so with your own angling now then yeah. so um so, you know, what are you sort of up to up to now? Is um, there, is there a, a pursuit of a, a carp, for instance, at the minute, or is it just get literally. out whenever you can,
0: sort of thing? Yeah. I'll admit that this is the first time I've been carping since last October, Yeah. which is bad, but um, in my defence, <laughs> we've been developing a lot of um, predator stuff for DNA Yeah. to do with the apex range that's mm. going to be coming out this winter. And some will come out this summer actually for the catfish. Yeah. So I'm always of the mindset that if I'm gonna release anything that I wanna have used it. Yeah. Even though I might not be the best predator angler in the world. Yeah. yeah I yeah. know that I still as long as I've seen the results myself, mm-hmm. then you know, I'm confident to release it. So yeah, yeah, I've yeah. spent all winter pike fishing actually on the Have the you river. How's and that been? Good. No yeah. monsters, but I've sort of caught every time I've been, so have you? It's been uh, really enjoyable and it's been good to try different, um, uh, different products that we're bringing out. So we're bringing out some like amino bait sprays, which, um, there's always been sort of dyes and stuff on the market. Yeah. You know, where you see your red mackerel, red herrings and yellow Mm herrings, but, but, um, I've done a lot of research into the amino acids that encourage Predators to feed, yeah, um, which is is very different to what um, cap mm. are attracted to. So it's taken quite a bit of uh, reading, really. Yeah, back to I can imagine. Yeah, um, and there isn't really a lot about it, but I've no. found enough, and have sort of um, isolated a few amino acids that uh, uh, predators do. Yeah.
1: When you, when you sort of do your research into either bait for carp or for pike sort of thing, is, is there somewhere you always go to? Is there someone you always talk to about it? Or is it, you know, something that you just sort of come up with trial and error-wise, you know? Or um. For sort of someone that might be listening to this wanting to... Be more knowledgeable like, like myself to be honest yeah. you know um, I know there's people out there like yourself better at coming up with ideas for bait you know what they're on about with bait and this that and the other but for someone that wants to learn more you know what what, what, where would you look sort of for recharge, i.e., like with the amino acids?
0: acids well, obviously, um, we've got the, the internet product. now, which yeah. we didn't know. is
1: that the best place, or is there You've some sort take... of
0: Bible that we could all <laughs> no, buy that not up? really? There's obviously uh, fish nutrition books that, uh, as bait makers, we've all got, but they're only reference points, really, yeah, you know, and the, a lot of the. A lot of the information is very old now you know sort of even dating back to the 60s and stuff not saying fish haven't changed since then Mm. because they haven't particularly care but um we've become a bit more savvy now as to what what attracts them and you know not just feeding them but uh, what we what we need to get a bite Mm. quickly Yeah, yeah yeah so that's changed a little bit Whereas back in the day, it was sort of a little bit more nutrition-based. Yeah. And that's pretty much nailed down now. And you'll find all sort of reputable bait makers will all be of the same mindset yeah. on nutrition. Yeah. You know, and we all are. Um, and that's pretty much set in stone. But, and, but everyone will have their own ideas on attraction. And mm. you know, that's a, a different thing. Right. But, yeah, if you are researching on the internet, don't take everything as gospel there's loads of rubbish out there yeah there's a lot of stuff written by I what's say kids doing uh, sort of theses and stuff but um, there's a lot of theory out there Yeah. and, and papers how that were would... written doesn't mean that they're correct they just mean no. that No how written... would
1: how would you know whether it is or not is it one of them where if it sounds like it's bullshit it is is it is it like that with like the nutrition um, side of things and stuff that you might read on the internet or a
0: lot of the time it will just confirm what you already know um, it was different with the predator stuff really because you know, i was sort of starting from you know you know you start from uh predators are attracted to blood um and then you work back from there but it's yeah. such you know, that's such such a new thing, really. And and as far as I know, it's not really, I know a few people have dabbled in it, but nobody's delved really into those no. kind of attractors for predators. No. They just haven't, you know, yeah. it's always literally been um, a bit of a sideline pike fishing, hasn't it? Yeah, a bit of a, yeah, yeah. Oh. Huh? Is that mine?
1: That's yours, isn't it? No, no, yours. Just... Well, um, I think this is probably a good time to actually delve into the bait side of things, but yeah. I think we're going to leave that for part two, so um, it's great to obviously paint a picture of Jason Trout, the mystery man from yeah, DNA, yeah. and uh, yeah, we're going to delve into the bait side of things over on part two. Look forward to it, mate. So an insight there into Jason Trought's angling and yeah there's a lot more there that probably we should have discussed to be honest with you. Jace, like I say in the interview is quite a reserved person and yeah he's caught a lot of special carp from up north and in the match scene as well. I believe Jace has had a few special ones in some of the matches I believe. So I'm now back from the big pond and Yeah, then fish, I found that snag, I reeled in in the morning, went over to the snag, they had all completely disappeared out of that big bay that I was fishing and obviously the snag as well. They'd probably disappeared the minute I dropped that rod down. I don't know what the solution is on there at the minute, it's just being a headbanger and I'm gutted that I can't get back now for a little while unfortunately just because of work commitments and... Me and Jace have got a rainbow trip coming up soon. J- uh, Steve, Jace's co-owner, which we speak a lot about in part two, which you will not want to miss. Because it sort of dates back from day one. We speak about you know the name of DNA, how it all started, and and yeah, how Steve become co-owner of DNA alongside jace as well and yeah not to be missed part two definitely it's um yeah it's a real insight into dna and steve and jace were meant to both be going out to rainbow on the 15th of june so only a couple of weeks now away that is steve unfortunately couldn't make it so jace has asked if i'll step in and gladly i have done so we've got a week on the island And yeah, thoroughly looking forward to that, not only fishing alongside Jace, but obviously at the mecca that is Rainbow, really looking forward to it. So yeah, that is another DNA podcast done, and keep an eye out, or an ear out, eye, ear, whichever one it is, for part two of the DNA podcast.